Take it away. All right. So I've had some crazy intuition lately. Um, you ever feel like somebody is with you at all times? <clears throat> and like this higher being, this crazier being, this is kind of what I've been feeling like. I've been. Are you high? I've been. No, I'm not high. Okay. I just had these roller coaster rides of like up and down, up and down of all this stuff. And I'm like thinking, I'm like. It almost feels like somebody's watching you, like out, not out to get me, but like planning these traps. Like things are going good. What's waiting around the corner? Not that I'm anticipating something to be around the corner, but something is around the corner. And it's like when anytime that happens, I'm kind of like caught off guard. But the more it happens, I'm like, is someone doing this on purpose? You know? Yes, I do. Okay. But at the same time, like someone uh, – there's so many fucking analogies to make right here. All right, I'm first off. I'm gonna watch my cussing on this. Yeah, seriously, don't clear. curse. I know I'll, I'll, I'll drop the mic. I'll leave. I cussed a lot last time, but all right. So like, life is a roller coaster, right? So there's always ups and downs, and we know that. Like we, it's it's easy to see that every single person that's ever been alive ha- has had bad days to have good days, right? You know, but at the same, and and maybe, you know. Things wouldn't be so good if we didn't have a few bad things. You know, like this makes me think back to the podcast with my dad where I was like, can you really appreciate good without evil? I think. No, I mean, but that's 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 evading what I'm trying to talk about. OK, sorry. Listen, I'm talking about you think someone's a, watching. A, a, I just feel like something else is out there that plays, uh, you know a role in our lives. Um, you call it a God, call it a higher power, wh- whatever you want to call it. But it just seems to me that there's something else. There's, there's a part of me that is not part of me. And I've, I, I and think I, I and can, I've, I've kind of, I've, and it's like, I feel like, Oh, like lately it's becoming more prevalent to me. I think I can relate, but in this sense where every time something bad happens, I feel like, Sometimes I'm like, why? Like, why does that have to happen? Like, who? Wh- like, is someone testing me? Is this God testing me? Is he? Is he trying? Is he trying to test my patience? Or is he trying to guide me into a different direction? Are these? Are these trials and tribulations, obstacles to push me down my my path? You know, it's like you're, yeah, it's like, and that's kind of like where it plays into where, like, you know, you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, or you're in the right position at the right time. But it almost feels like certain things happen to force you in a certain situation yeah. and it didn't matter what you would have done yeah because that certain thing happened well yeah and i but i guess it goes back to i mean like there's no way to really know isn't that sick though yeah because i mean that this all goes back to whether or not well not necessarily i guess but like predestination you know there's that where it's like your story or has already been written out or you know it's that someone's playing us like chess well, that's what no. See, I feel like it's more like that. Not so much pre pre uh, predestination, but more like along the lines of like, all right, so I'm gonna do this this person, and they're gonna react one or two different ways. You know, that's where the choice I feel like comes into play. It's like you can kind of eat it, or you can like let it kind of step on your neck, if you will. Mm-hmm. I see what you mean, but uh, I don't know. I don't. I'm trying to think how I look at I'm trying to think about when bad things happen. How do I Well it doesn't even have to just necessarily be bad things because how often have you been having a bad day and then all of a sudden and a good thing happens? Like an act of God comes and you're like, uh, oh, what what's going on here? Yeah. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. 
and I, the whole I think I'm trying to get at is I really, really, really have 110% belief that there's something more. There's something that's has some sort of control, some sort of grasp on our destiny and our everyday life. Yeah. And I think having that allows me to, you know, take the punches, you know, when I do get hit. It's like, all right, you're going to get back up. And I think life would be boring without it. Well, and the thing, too, is, like, I was thinking about it earlier today. Like, whenever I feel like I'm kind of, like, going off-roading a little bit in my life, like, all right, not doing, like, the standards of what I usually yeah. do, I feel like a, a completely different person in a way. Um, I'm about to go real hippie on you. Go ahead. But I don't want to be, like, the fucking fake hippies of today that, like, you know what I mean? Like those, all right, I'm about to bash a group of people. He's a fake. <laughs> I'm about to bash a group of people. But there's a group of people out there that claim to be hippies, free, live lives, you know, just careless, you know, not materialistic, and really just being in touch with themselves. There's a lot of people that claim that. But really, I feel like a lot of people that claim that are just using it as an excuse to just be like YOLO and just make bad, reckless decisions and not hold themselves accountable. Um that's not the kind of hippie more I'm trying to like lean in, but this conversation is going to sound very hip hippiest, hippie hippieistic. You know how I've talked about always growing. I've said this every podcast: intelligence, physicality, and our spiritual being. I've been thinking about that a lot lately, especially about the spirit. Like, what does it mean? What does it mean for me to be more in tune with my spirituality? And I've kind of been looking at it kind of like a skill, in a way, where it's like. You know, I was talking with my dad and Jim, and uh, we were just talking about, you know, how spiritually in tune were people of the past, like maybe thousands and thousands of years ago. Like, how spiritually in tune? Because obviously, there's emotions and there's feelings when, you know, you can, you can, your body can pick up on presences. Your body can pick up on fear. Your body can pick up on someone's intent based off emotions that they're displaying. You know, your body can sense these kind of things. And I would say that's, you know, that's your spirit. It's two spirits are, you know, intertwining and that's where you can feel. So it may not be, you know, something tangible. It may not be, you know, something, uh, you know, audit, like sound, but you can still, you feel it in, in your core. And so I've been really trying to listen to my core and, you know, the things that it's, it, that maybe this is where it gets weird because I like, I, I have a theory that it's like people you know, maybe before the, like the ice age, like if there was a prior civilization, because there's some evidence that says that that pushes us in that direction, that there could be a prior civilization, which fun fact, I read an article the other day that they said they found a human finger that's over 80,000 years old that might rewrite history as we know it. So if there was a, a human that has the same brain as ours. Okay. So just as intelligent. So we haven't found any written language, you know, any uh, older than I think written history, older than I think it's 3,000 to 5,000 years old. I think the pyramids of Giza are like 3,000 and then like Stonehenge is like 5,000. Don't, don't quote around. that. Somewhere, so, somewhere around there. But there's nothing like more than 5,000 years. It's like where it's pretty fucking blurry. And then around 10,000 years, that's where like the Ice Age was supposed to be. But before that, was there a prior civilization? And there's, you know, things like Gobekli Tempe that's, 
definitely something someone built that wait say that again gobeki tempe it's a like a temple or a monument you could say that's in turkey and it's like they aged it around ten thousand years old like machu picchu and shit like that it's a huge fucking thing it goes down like deep as fuck in the ground i don't know the actual numbers but it's it's huge and there's like carvings of like you know stat not statues but there's like there's art but there's nothing like written language there's no written language so some people think that you know maybe the way of communication prior to us you know maybe they evolved in a way where they were more spiritually in tune where instead of communicating with abstract sounds like you know i say dog but dog doesn't mean dog we just have attached the sound dog to the animal that we know of as dog right so some people think that the way of communication wasn't based off you know an audio or a visual um, communication it was based off maybe a spiritual communication where we could actually convey my thoughts to you. Maybe who's to say not tele telepathically telepathic telepathic, but like you could actually pick up on my intent based off, you know, a spiritual communication, which would be way more efficient than ours because then you could, you know, communicate a lot easier without any confusion. But what I'm saying with that is that I've been trying really hard to be more spiritually in tune and then actually try to like convey my emotions onto people. So like, Sometimes like when I like hug someone, I hugged someone the other day and when I hugged them, I wanted them to really like, like you can hug someone, but then you can hug them and really like, you can feel like these guys really like, they love me. Like, like when your mom hugs you, it's like, you can feel the love, right? you know? And then you hug someone and then it's like, it might even be the same kind of pressure, but it just doesn't feel the same as where it's like someone's like doing it. So like when I've hugged someone, I, I try to like exert that. Like I want to like. But you let can't, them but the feel thing it. Is, excuse me. But the thing is, too, with that. That's the biggest rant ever. You can't. <laughs> you can't. You cannot do that to everybody. No, I, I'm not saying like a hug, but I be, like just to like hone in on that skill where people can pick up on my emotions a lot easier. Instead of like me trying to use my words, like I want I want to be able to like talk and people can understand that I'm being 100% genuine. Like, right off the bat, like, like there's some people that when they say something, you could barely know them. And you're like, yo, I trust what he's saying. Yeah, I want and like and they're actually trustworthy. I want to be able to be like that. Where it's well, like, I think a lot of that comes from you being in tune with yourself. Yeah, exactly. And not and not, <clears throat> not caring. Yeah, clear your fucking throat. <clears> throat> <laughs> you fuck. <laughs> Drink some water, bud. Okay. <laughs> well, that's that ties into what I was saying at the beginning. Like, I think that is where there is more, and I think. Me, and it's kind of a weird transition, but me accepting that there's more, and you, you can, people can believe whatever you want, but me accepting that there's more um, than just the physical side. There is a spiritual side to us, and it, it plays a certain role in our lives, um, whether we want it to or not. Mm-hmm. I think I finding finding it, embracing it, is is the most effective way to kind of have control over it yeah. in a way. Yeah, I you do know, too. Like not – like what you're just saying about being genuine, you cannot be genuine and force something. It, those two no. things don't work together. Yeah. If you're just being genuine, looking out for somebody's best interest, then, or you're like, or it doesn't even have to be someone else, but just genuine. Like if you're mad, like know that you're mad, you know, don't try to fight it. Like I'm upset. Why am I upset? This is why I'm upset. Okay. Like, right. Yeah. I actually, so I, you know what I mean? So I, so I used to, it's funny you said that. So I used to see a therapist a while ago, a couple of years ago. And she was explaining. I she, want to make so many jokes right there. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, uh, uh, 
so she was she was talking about like like having control of your emotions and you can control your emotions and this and that and the other thing so i asked her i was like i was like so you don't ever get mad you know what i'm saying because she's like you know you can control your emotions like if somebody else says something to you you're the one that's gonna allow that to make you upset or not make you yeah. upset or whatever the case may be so i was like do you ever get mad she's like no of course i get mad but it's the idea of feeling that emotion, accepting it, understanding why you're feeling it, uh, recognizing and then, it, and then and then moving past it. Because just like you feel happiness, you're also going to feel sadness. Yeah. Um, but the thing too is, which I, mean, I have a before you continue. No. Okay. But before, like okay. the thing is, like we be conser- we could be conservative in a way where we're like only willing to let happiness in. Yeah. But that that anger builds up, and I think it takes away from our happiness if we don't allow those emotions to. Yeah. Because I, I I'm very um, cause I went through a little stint where I was not feeling too hot, yeah. but I was letting the emotions beat me up. Yeah. Um, versus just kind of embracing them, if you will. Yeah. It's like, you f- it's like when people say bo- bottling, it's like, it's not necessarily bottling. It's more like you're ignoring them. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's a signal. Like there's, there's a signal, some chemical in your brain is being released saying you're fucking mad. You know, and you neglect it, and you neglect it instead of like nurturing it and uh, like looking at it, which obviously that's the easy way out. Is it unhealthy? Yeah, yeah, it is. It's I do people snap. So it's like today Fucking I tried like real hard today. Like I haven't like obviously I just started a new job, right? So I'm I'm back to. <laughs> so I'm back to, anymore. So I'm back to you know making calls again. You know phone calls because we're in sales. Fuck yeah. Um, and I got hung up on today, right? So it's been a couple of weeks since I've been making calls. And I was like, right when she hung up with me, I was like, that fucking bitch. Like, I was mad. And then I was like, why am I mad? Why am I mad? I did, it's you know what I mean? It's no, like, it's why funny am I mad? I it's same, like, I'm in cell. Like, this is not, this is, why sh- Why did I just let her make me like this? Did I, she doesn't I give a shit. Like, why do I care? No, I feel you the same way because, like, I, I was making calls today and some girl answered and, you know, she gave me this attitude about why she, you know, she didn't want to come in for a training session and this and that. And I hung up the phone and the next words out of my mouth were, all right, fine, bitch, die fat. <laughs> <laughs> like, you get so mad. Yeah, but then I'm like, you know what? I tried. I tried to give you a helping hand. Yeah. So I can't sit here and take this personally because you don't want to accept my advice. Now, I get this. And now I can relate in another sense. Like I was just telling you earlier, my boss at work has been doing my job for a long time. And he tells us stuff through training and blah, blah, blah. And you like look at it and you're like, eh, like I, I guess I could see that working. But we don't actually do it. Mm-hmm. Whether it's out of laziness or fear or lack of confidence, whatever the case may be. Yeah. But then every time he does it and he makes me do it. I'm like, I hate you because you're right, you know? And I think that is another thing too is I think we're so caught up in wanting to grow so fast and expand that we still have to be willing to listen to people because one thing we don't have over other people is time and experience. Yeah. Um, So, you know, why why are we going to sit here and try to rewrite the wheel if we don't have to? That's that's what kind of hit me in the forehead today. I'm like, maybe I'm just trying to rewrite the wheel um, and it doesn't have to be that way. Yeah. I see what you mean. Wow, that's weird. I don't say um very much anymore. I just caught myself doing it just there. Were you saying um? No, just one time. Okay. Nice. At least you didn't say fuck. You did. I know. Yeah. I know. My bad, dude. Anyways, but like, I think it's funny though because there's a lot of, I'm going to gossip a little bit. There's a, not about someone specifically, but there's a lot of people gossip. that say, 
I'm, I'm, I'm very one with myself. This, this is actually the, the fake hippie group that I'm talking about. I'm very at one with myself. I'm very spiritually in tune. I'm a Capricorn. That's a hint. I'm a Leo. <laughs> I'm a Leo. I know everything. But then for some reason. I'm a lion. Uh, this just sounds real bad. I'm, and I'm being very stereotypical. But just you know, take it with a grain of salt. But for some reason, the most people I know that are like that have the most freaking drama. Like constantly, there's just something bad happening in their life, and you're just like, "Yo, maybe you're not." Like, well, not so here's here's a here, well here's the thing with that. Like, I feel like people will keep negativity in their life just because it kind of fuels the fire to a certain extent. Versus me, if I feel like drama bring, bringing, drama neg- bringing negative energy into my life, like I've lost a fuck ton of shit in my life since I've been an adult, and losing another person because. I'm not getting along. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, unless you're one of my closest people, I fight. I ain't fighting I, for it. I I got no, I got what I need already. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I know who's got my six and who doesn't. And it's tough to let you in that circle now because it takes a lot of time. But if you're a good, genuine person, like you were saying earlier, then I, be I, ju- I feel like I'm pretty good too. at picking. I feel like I'm pretty good at picking up on that stuff. And it's like we talk to people all day long. So when you actually do run across that person that's genuine, and you're like. You know, all business professional stuff aside, it's just nice to have a nice conversation yeah. with somebody. Well, that's um, what's cool because, like, sometimes it's not. I guess <clears throat> I guess it's not so. <clears throat> I guess it's not so much. You know how I talked about being the skill of you know trying to convey my emotions, you can convey my intent, let people know that I am being is extremely genuine. I've been trying to work on that, but at the same time, you have to be open too, right? Because there's been times where I, I, when I'm talking to someone on the phone, I'm trying my hardest to be like, I am not bullshitting you. I'm, I'm just talking to you. I'm not trying to be some fucking scummy sales guy. I'm just talking to you 100%. And, you know, they, they might instantly turn off. You know, they just go into their shell and then, you know, upset with me, anger with me. Like when I haven't even said my name yet. You know, I'm getting yelled at. It's happened. I've been chewed out of hotels before I've even introduced myself. And I'm like, I don't even know who you are and you're cussing me out. And it's like it's a stigma. Dude. So it's like those kind of people when I when I hear that, like now obviously I have gotten mad. But now I just wanna I need to remind myself that it's like right now their doors are just shut. I knocked. They don't want visitors. That's just as simple as it is. They just don't want it. They don't want visitors. They're they're I would say spiritual receptors. I'll give those that a little terminology. That they're not open. They're not in tune with. Well, themselves. that I feel yeah. like that lane gets cut off, especially because a lot of times, um, for instance, like if you went to buy a car from, yeah. from a dealership and you got screwed over, you paid all this money, and then ninety days later your car broke down, um, and then somebody comes and tries to sell you the same exact thing again. Yeah. You're going to have a little bit of a, you know what I'm saying? That could yeah, be the most get, genuine person in the world. You get calloused. Right. And that stuff builds up over time. Now, I'm not saying that that can't be, you have to take a different approach. <clears throat> um, but at the same time, you're not going to be able to please everybody. And as long as I think that's the biggest thing is you going with the right intentions for the right reasons, then you can't be wrong. Yeah. You know, you could be, you're sure you could be wrong, but at least on that spiritual level on a moral and ethical level when you're walking out yeah. the door or you just got cursed off or whatever the case may be you don't have to take it personally because you did everything you can you weren't trying to pull a quick one over yeah. on anybody um and things of that nature yeah. that's why i'm glad i've had good bosses because i've gotten salty he's like look man if you you went in there and you offered them something and this doesn't just have to do with sales 
This could be anything. And if 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 they're not open to you know your whatever you're bringing them, you did your part. It was up to them. Right, and that's and that's the thing too. I learned fast is when you propose something to somebody, they're not saying no to Jacob Ham or Patrick Solomon. They're just saying no to the idea of whatever you're trying to present to him. Mm-hmm. You know, and I understand that that you're buying into the person and all that good stuff. But if they have no interest, if you don't like carrots and somebody's trying to sell you the best carrots in the world. It doesn't matter how good the carrots are. You still don't like carrots. Yeah. You know? Maybe I'll buy them though if I feel sorry for you. Maybe you have to buy them celery. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I hate how we always relate everything to sales, but it's like, it's seriously just, it's not sales. It's just power of fucking influence. And in it, in it. it's crazy too. Like when you get down on yourself, like you feel like you could be walking around with the same demeanor, smile on your face, approachable. But when you're down, like when you let that stuff build up in your head, yeah. it it shows. Yeah, it shows. See, but I don't think. See, I don't think it visually shows. But I feel like people pick up on it. Yeah. See, that's where you the intuition I mean? comes into. That, like, that's why. I'm, why like, I feel like when I'm in a good mood, people are so much more prone to talk to me and smile at me. Yeah. And I don't think that my outside is any different when I'm in a bad mood. Yeah. I'm, put, I'm good at putting up that front, but it's almost like I carry. I feel myself carrying that negative energy. Yeah, and, and I, part ma- of me doesn't want to put it on anybody else. And it makes an impact on the like. And two, you're it just like the aura. It creates an aura. Like I said, I got moved into a whole different gym. And I walked into this place not knowing a single person. And this first few weeks has been tough kind of creating a stigma because yeah. everybody seems very closed off and, and not receptive to training and the people that work there. And I think a lot of that has to do with the people that were there prior to me. So now it's like I'm trying to almost – change the you turnover dude you gotta re fucking rebuild from the ground up rebuild from the ground up and understand that people have made mistakes before in the past and that's why people are yeah got to be closed off to the idea well, dude, and i could tell like today when you came in i was like he seems in a better mood yeah like i mean obviously you look the same but yeah i could tell i was like he's in a better mood yeah you know like he's not as like down yeah and uh i don't know this is like that's why I feel that's why I don't like. Sounding felt, I'm not a hippie guy, but it's like uh, as far as spirit goes, like I feel like it's it's a, it's it's a very important thing, especially in today's days in our society where technology is very consuming and where the ways we connect is mostly through electronics and technology, which actually I feel like it, it, it's it's making a disconnect with our spiritual selves, our, like our actual you know our beings to each other. We're connecting. Uh, synthetically instead of naturally right you know and I feel like that's why maybe people's receptors it's a, it's a like it's like a, a lost art in a way yeah um, the idea of that personal interaction and communication dude cause I, I the more I've talked to more people the more I get my mind blown all the time where it's like you talk to them and it's like you really at, and I know we've like we've we're goofballs, obviously, but it's like I've talked to some people. It's like you have never had a conversation. I like I feel like I could not have any kind of depth with you in your conversation, like how you talk. It's like you just seem so ignorant to like yourself. I guess at the end of the day, yourself and like the world. And I'm only 25, and maybe I sound conceited, and maybe I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. It, and I might be wrong, but it's like. There's people out there that are like old as hell that are still so caught up in like 
I guess they're caught up in everything but themselves, right? Right. Yeah. Like, no. Like, no. Yeah. Exactly. They're caught up in their situation or or their life and what what's went wrong. And I think the biggest thing that can happen is, or the worst thing that could happen, is you've failed x amount of times, so you become afraid of failure. Yeah. And you stay in your comfort zone. I always use this reference, and I'll just do it on a little camera fast. When somebody comes in at the gym, I'm like, this is your comfort zone, you know, this circle right here. And every time you come in, you should take a step further, a step further, a step further, yeah. a step further, so on and so forth. But if you stay inside that circle, you're you're limiting yourself as, as how, yeah, much, you you, how much you can grow. Yeah. You know? And sometimes it takes that push. And that's why I almost want to feel like I want to be that guy in people's lives where it's like – they just need somebody to f- not tell them what they want to hear, but tell them what they need to hear. Yeah. Because too. that's really what it comes down to. And there's a right way to do it without being an asshole to somebody. But telling somebody, like, because I've had times where I, I needed to hear things. I needed somebody to say it. Um, because we're all so good at sugarcoating things and telling people what they want to hear and giving them a pat yeah. on the back because we're so afraid to hurt other people's feelings versus just being direct and just saying this is what needs to happen like this is your situation this is cuz we see things out differently from the outside looking in mm-hmm. you know you see you may look perceive my situation one way yeah. and i could perceive it a completely different way perspective life as we know it life as we know it <laughs> right there dude yeah it's like i i'm a firm believer that it's like like this is what i've learned from myself which is crazy because i think you definitely can learn a lot from yourself when you actually look in anytime I'm upset or I'm mean or mad at someone, it's usually all internal. And like today I was talking to this girl and she was like, these two people are so rude. Uh, and she was like, why are these people so rude? And I was like, cause they probably hate their lives <laughs> and maybe not necessarily hate their lives, but there's definitely, there's definitely something like, wrong. it's like a void. You know what I mean? Cause I feel like, even the people that are like extremely egotistical and extremely narcissistic and they're like, Oh, I love myself. I love myself. It's like, do they love themselves? If you're at the point where you constantly have to prove who you are and saying, I love myself and you are that egotistical narcissistic person. Usually, I mean, obviously that's like, means you're insecure, right? means that you, you have to get the recognition to know. And it's like, that's one thing I've had to really work on is that, not look for the recognition. Mm-hmm. It's like, as long as I know what I am and who I am, that's at the end of the day, that's what really matters. And that always goes back to like the whole thing where when people are making YouTube videos, it's like, oh, I bought this homeless guy lunch. It's like, all right, why'd you have to record it? Why don't you just do it? Right, you just you know do the I mean? right things for the right reasons. Yeah, you you shouldn't do it for any glory or any recognition. You're doing it because you want to help someone. That you know, that's that's the genuine. If you get caught. Let someone like, out. My mom. I feel like that's. I feel like that's a decision. I don't, like what I, I was telling you about earlier, where you have like, you get something put in front of you, and then you have an option. You could do A or B with it. Yeah. And it's like, all right, well, I can help this person, or I could record myself help this yeah. person, yeah. because for that the in. Yeah, I think my mom. I'm pretty sure my mom told me this. I, I this is like an old memory, but I've like always been told it's like you should never brag, and you should just always let everybody brag for you. See, that's a messed up dynamic, though, because, like, what we're trying to build and stuff, like, something as simple as helping somebody, like, I guess, I, I guess what I, I just be, said I is a messed up no, dynamic. No, no, no. Um, about helping people and, ex, you know, 
and not making it, you know, for your own self-benefit. Yeah. But for a perfect example, I turned that lady into a mermaid. I videotaped the shit out of it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, it, I, you know, I didn't. I didn't look at it like self-benefit per se. I mean, like, yeah, You're sure. Proud. I, like, I know people are going to do this. But at the same time, I, I put it up there because I'm like, this is going to make other people feel better. Well, here's a good example, right? When I, I made that Facebook status. It could be – someone could have took that and been like, oh, screw him. Because I made a post pretty much saying I've had rough times in my life and I crawled out of it. And I and I even said – I was like, I own two houses. I bought my first dream car. There's other dream cars I want. And I was really proud of myself. And, I, and at the end of the post, I wrote, it's like, you know, this. I, hopefully this is, you know, just shows that to someone out there that no matter how dark you get and how bad it, it can get, you things can always turn around. Mm-hmm. And like, I was really worried when I posted, I was like, I hope people don't think I'm being pretentious or like, you know, egotistical. Like, I'm actually, like, I am really proud. Right. You you know? are, you're kind of one of the, you're proud and at the same time, and I, that's like the dynamic where... Well, somebody I wanted else, people to know. Yeah, if somebody else is in that situation, well, like it's realistic. It's and, something. Yeah, and so within ten minutes, someone messaged me, and said, "Listen, I don't know who you are. I didn't. I had no idea who they were. They're like, I don't know who you are, but I'm in a really bad place in my life. And after reading that post, really made me like it was something I really needed to read. And I was like, all right, totally made it worth it for yeah. every single person that read that post and said, what an asshole. He's just bragging. That one person justified every yeah, all of it. That's it. You know what I mean? Well, you're gonna have your haters. You're going to have your haters regardless of what you're doing. If you have success, you're going to have haters. Yeah. That's why I say it gets lonely at the top. You yeah. know? Um, that's why you got to keep it real with the real ones while you can. Yeah. Same with the guitar thing, right? It's like, what am I worried about? Sometimes I'm worried out when I posted me singing. It's like people might be like, oh, he's just trying to show off. Oh, he's trying to do this even though I'm not that good. I don't think I'm that good. But at the same time, I make a, a post on Instagram of me singing guitar. Two of my good friends make two videos singing the guitar so we can do like a little community thing together. It's like... If I didn't do that and take the risk, and someone might have talked shit to me, like, yo, he sucks at singing. But at the same time, I got two other people to crawl out of their box. And That's post what I said. Yeah, Pat did point this out, but I'm just saying it so people can hear it, you know? <laughs> yeah, be the cat- be the catalyst. Create opportunity. I think I've said this before in the podcast. But I wasn't even trying to. Well, that's why. You know what I mean? Well, that's the idea. If you help enough people get what they want in your life, you can get whatever you want. What? If you can help enough people get what they want in their life, then you can have whatever you want. Yeah. That's really what it comes down to. I got a question for you. I got an answer. All right. Do you have a girlfriend? It's <laughs> 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 been a while. I had, had, had to take a shot. No, I don't. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I got a question for you, bud. No answer. Do you have a boyfriend? No boyfriend. You have a girlfriend? No girlfriend. All right. You think people think we're gay? No. We ain't gay if that's what you guys are perceiving. Presume. I'm taking some of your water. I put my jug over there. I forgot to grab it. It's, uh, no, I just, I, know, I, I, just I, wanna... I like, I, I go through spurts, man. I feel like that's where my downfall is when it comes to like relationships or anything like oh, that. We're going down this road? No, no, we're not. But <laughs> I mean, you can, we can kind of tie this into what we're talking about is I feel like I get bored or tired of people and it's not for an extended period of time. Like I may be with somebody for two months or three months, get tired of them and then want to go back to them. And it's not because I want to get like, I get tired of them because I want to be around other people or whatever the case may be. But I really, really appreciate my solitude and my isolation, you know, at times. Yeah. And I think that's what it would take somebody to understand that, that free space. 
Yeah. Like, okay, we're both not doing anything. Why are you not hanging out with me? No, it don't I work think we like need, that. I think you need to pick that apart even more, though. Okay. Because, and, I, and I've, said, I've said the same exact thing you've said. We both had that excuse. So maybe we both need to pick it apart more. Because the reason why I say that is because I oh, think. Let's go digging. I think 95% people have always said, I need my space. Oh, I'm totally, oh, I'm the same way. I need my space. You know, every single person I've talked to where it's like, yo, when I say I need my space in a relationship, they always say, oh, me too. And I, I think that's, everybody says that. And everybody really does. Everybody does need their space. They need time to be themselves. So it's like, why do you ever, why do you feel like your space is being imposed on? I think that's the better question. It's like, why do, or why do I feel like my, my, like I'm losing my space? Well, because you are. Yeah, but at the same time, like when I hang out with you, I don't feel like I'm losing my space. I feel like I still got my space. Yeah, yeah because you're you're allowing somebody in your in your bubble. Because honestly, I don't ca- I don't care if you tell me to go fuck myself and go into the other room and not talk to me. I, that does not matter to me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But if you do that, some, like that's the kind of connection that we have. Well, so so I think it's not the fact that you you love your space. It's that you have to your your space is highly valuable to you. Right. So for someone to occupy your space, they need to bring in a high amount of value. So they need to have they need to be worth your space. Okay, here, but let me put this in a better perspective because we live in the same house. So yeah. let's say okay, let's say we live in different houses. Let's use Jimmy as an example. Like if I'm just hanging out here, even if I'm hanging out with you, we're in the same place, whatever, we're just kicking it, we're watching TV, like if I didn't want to hang out with Jimmy because Jimmy was hanging out with me for a few days in a row, whatever the case may be, like yeah. I wouldn't want to hang out with Jimmy. It's not because he's not one of my boys or he's not close to the bubble, but I'd just rather be left alone. Yeah, I know. I know what you mean by that, but I'm looking like a little bit like – I don't know. Let me think of how to word this. Where – because everybody needs their space. Yes. Okay. Say that. Say, it one, more, say, say it one more. Say it one more time for everybody. Everybody can yeah. be uh-huh. very – life can be overwhelming and sometimes you just got to break away, right? So sometimes you need your space, but sometimes you also need somebody there too. Yeah, that's true. That's the benefit of having some. So when I look at space, I'm kind of looking at it kind of like real estate, right? I have this allotted amount of land, you know, and sometimes if it gets too fucking cluttered, I just want to be in open pastures. So if I have this land, you know, I got Pat House on there. He takes up my time because – you know, even though I don't have to necessarily hang out with you constantly, I still genuinely care for you. So if I'm if I need my space by myself, but if you call me and go like, dude, I need help, I will drop Yeah, for whatever. sure. You know what for I mean? Sure. So it's like you're worth that space. Same thing about you, Jimmy, by the way. Yeah. That, so it's like you're <laughs> so like you're worth that time and that space. So like I would sacrifice it. Now, say there's a girl and I don't like her that much, and she's like, Hey, all right. If it's an emergency, I'll help. But if it's like you know, she wants to hang out, and I have that space, I'm I'm honestly I'm already measuring the value for her to take up my land, my real estate. I'm like, okay, is my real estate worth her, her in here, or am I going to have more value by myself? Or you know what I mean? Yeah, but the thing is, this plays into it. How often do you want her on your land? Well, how often do I want you on my land? It doesn't fucking matter. You invited me. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it's like no, it. But like, that's where when we're relating to relationships, it obviously mean you have not found anybody worth our land. <laughs> that's what well, I'm trying to get at. Well, that's the thing, though. But like, I have, I think, have you? I think to a certain extent, but in phases. 
that's the thing. Like, and girls apparently don't like that too much. <laughs> we, we no, I, mean, I don't think, I don't think you minutes. have, because I think if you have, like when you, when this is the only reason I think this, and I don't know because I'm single too, is that like every single married person that we've had on here that from my point of view, has seemed like a, 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 a healthy, says, says it's our best friend. It's their best friend. It's synergistic. They're both looking to grow together. Kind of like, I mean, like me and you, we're not gay, but like me and you, we we want both of us to be very successful. Like I, <coughs> I care about your ambitions. I know you care about. <coughs> Sorry, <coughs> I care about your growth, and I know you care about my growth. You know, uh-huh. but fuck, I just I just lost it all, dude. I lost <laughs> my whole tangent. Drink some ice, bro. <sighs> I lost it. Um, oh yeah, every person we've had on that's been married. Dude, take your face away from the fucking microphone. <laughs> dude, people are listening to this right dude, now. Dude, I hope they're laughing, dude. It's like a fucking waterfall in your mouth. All right, all right. I'm gonna just keep- <laughs> Yo, this was a regular thing for the first ten episodes. Dude, it's in my ears though. <laughs> dude, sometimes you know we can still joke around. See, I that's can still what- say things on this podcast. No, I'm not stopping you. But listen, um, I don't give a fuck about relationships anymore. I mean, I do, but like as far as like a guy girl building relationship, right now, I don't give a fuck. And this is where that kind of dynamic plays into where we're like the whole beginning of the episode we're talking about your good days and your bad days and things thrown at you and and things of this nature. Think about how many girls are. There's 3.7 billion women on this earth. 3.7 billion. Yeah. Somebody said this to me a while ago. 3.7 billion. So you're having problems with one. There's 3.7 other billion minus one. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Out there. Yeah. So when you look at it in that perspective too, it's kind of like when you're deciding for somebody to settle down with, like that's a big thing. Like, see, I think that's where the dynamic plays a little different, like us being friendships versus being in a relationship because I can have more than one hand. You know what I'm saying? I nah, can, nigga, you can only have one no, hand. I can, no, but, I, but, I, but, then, but then I also branch off. I got my Jimmy. I got my Rudy. I got my Chris. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When you have – that relationship, that is that you know what I'm saying? You can't go around fucking all these other girls or building yeah. relationships with all these other girls. And I think that's the part that I have the hardest grasping on is like one. You get one. Yeah. And one just right now is not enough. <laughs> <laughs> or you haven't found Alright, so like say you found when a girl right, right, when right, a right. girl shines like that mic in front of me, then I'll know. Yeah. But then again But like alright, so look at like here's a good example. Pop tarts. Alright. There's all kinds of flavors. Yes, there is. Once you taste the s'mores though, you never have to go to another one. No, it's debatable because sometimes you want strawberry. Yeah, but then you eat strawberry and then you may realize you made a mistake. Yeah. You need to have faith. But in the you s'more. can't but you, when you but when you have one when you can only eat the s'mores and you you try some strawberry and you try some blueberry and maybe a little cookies and cream yeah but then you and then you go back to the s'mores the s'mores isn't gonna like you because you tried the other things yeah but that's so why I think you have to try the other things before you can or down or you the s'mores. Or, <laughs> <laughs> good analogy bud but like you gotta have like faith in the s'mores like so you never like have you ever been in line somewhere like me 
At Chipotle. Sometimes I'll make it. No, not Chipotle. Chipotle's not a good option. Um, sushi? Yeah, sushi. Okay. Sushi's a good one. All right. Yeah, sushi's a good one. All right. You go to sushi and you're like, I've made this mistake. Sometimes I'm like, you know what? Let's let's try these. And it's like, why yeah. am I doing that? You fucking Just stick shit. to what you like. Like you said, why are you invent the wheel? You already know what you like. You know you're going to get a lot of enjoyment, but then you want to gamble. Gambling's not good. Yeah. <laughs> you gamble and then you realize... But then every once in a while, you do find, like, you know, you explore somewhere and you find something that's even better. Right. You kind of – but you, it's not a gamble if you're taking your thoughts. Listen, all I know is when I do settle down because eventually that day will come. Yeah. I just me don't – I don't want to have any back-end thoughts. Oh, me neither. That's really what it comes down to. The security in my mind where I'm like, okay, this is good. And I and I, I don't think me and you – are going to be able to understand it until that day comes. Yeah. I hope it happens to you before me. Nah, I hope it happens to you before I me. I think it will happen to me before it happens to you. Wow. Yeah. Someone told me the other day, I've had multiple times, they're like, you're going to be the, you're going to be that guy who dies old, old, old and rich and alone. <laughs> I'll always be here for you. I'll, <laughs> like, I'll bring, I'll bring my, so I'll bring cool. my kids on over. Yeah. How old do you think you'd be when you get married? Realistically. Married or have kids? Married. You're 25. <clears throat> Anywhere between 28 and 32. That's reasonable. Probably won't have kids till after 30, unless it's an accident. See, that's what's fucked up, dude. It's like you can meet the girl of your dreams tomorrow. Yeah. Isn't that fucking wild? Like this whole overwhelming thing, like you know that this is the person. You don't know when that's going to come. Well, not only that. Or even the crazier ones. But, but not even just relationship, like. Tomorrow might be the day where something happens, and it could be like the lotto of your life. Yeah, or you know? I can get in a car accident and fucking break both of my legs. Yeah, or it could be the action. Yeah, and yeah, shit. What's shit. tomorrow hold for? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I think it's um that's where it's important to be open because so because I, so, I I I do think there's like we were talking about, we briefly talked about opportunity, but it's like opportunities everywhere but they're not like i don't think they always yeah they don't just stand out like yeah, waving their you hands gotta, at you yeah. you have to kind of you have to create you have flip stones yeah you have flip stones you eventually gotta, you flip enough stones you gotta sift through everything you just sift through the dirt to find yeah. the rocks and i think some and i think it's a skill that you can work on where you get better and better and better at well, finding. Well, I, I think and think a lot of that comes to with your attitude and your mindset when yeah. you're looking at something um, that because it may not just be popping out to you at the very beginning, mm-hmm. and you kind of got to finagle a little well, bit. Well, it's like if I stay at home all day mm-hmm. and I hate my life, and I constantly look at like people on YouTube and be like, "How do they do? Like, why do they get to be at like?" If I, I'm constantly, I'm just like, "Oh, they just lucked out. They just said that one thing." It's like, well, you're never gonna have your fucking luck if you just stay inside. You mm-hmm. got to get out there and put yourself out there. But it's yeah. like you look at it like, okay, this is their niche. This is what made them blow up. But how many times did they fail before they found that? Yeah. You just – that's the whole thing is people look at success and successful people as successful people and their success. And that's just how it's always been. Yeah. They don't see – my favorite line from Drake is, you weren't with me shooting in the gym. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. you, you make it big, dude. You freaking own planes and mansions and you're – you know, you got all this great stuff. You're you're successful, but to 
like that. They don't night. see the endless nights of the, like you yeah. in the hotel room, like crying yourself to you sleep. Don't, you don't, think, <laughs> you don't think, you don't think about that kind of stuff. We don't think about that kind of stuff. When you look at, on a, at least when I look at NFL player, a football player, it's like, you know, how'd you drop that pass? You know, or something like that. But it's in like retrospect. One, you think about the amount of pressure that these people yeah. have on them. And <clears throat> two, it's like, what did this person really have to go through to get all the way to this point in yeah. time? Well, that's why I made that post because I was sitting there <clears throat> in the hotel room by myself. I was in D.C. and I'm like, I'm 25 years old. I have I don't have a degree. I'm like, I, I'm one of the youngest people in the industry to have this position. And I own two houses and a car and I come from a, a family that grew up in a fucking tiny ass little trailer. I was like, how did... I was sitting there, I was like, how did I get here? Like, how did I come from, like, having nothing? And now I have, like, a lot of things that people wish they had that are, like, 50 years old. I was like, how did I get here? And then I was, like, kind of, like, thinking back, and I was like, well, I've definitely had some hardships, but I felt like it was just, like, I was, like, confused and shocked. Like, how, what, the trials and, like, tribulations, and then I started, like, reflecting on just, like, my past, and I was like, oh. You kind of got to dig your feet. You got to just... I was when like, I, when things get tough, I was just like relating to like when you're hiking, where you're hiking in the Marines and stuff, just like you got to put one foot in front of the other. If you're going up a hill, you just got to dig your feet into the dirt just a little bit more yeah. and just, and just scrap your way to the top. Well, that's what built my confidence. Cause I started to think about it and I was like, yeah. I was like, and when I was looking back, I was like, I've always been someone that's been like, yo, if I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. I'll fall through. And then like that has gotten me so many places that it's like I feel like I kind of have a reputation now where it's like people have worked with me. It's like, okay, if Ham says he's going to do something, he's going to do it. Like, so it's so all like, I remember, I can't remember who said it. Maybe it was Captain Mazza. Or maybe it was Captain ba- uh, Beatty. But uh, they were saying, like, yo, I just want you guys to be fire and forget Marines. And I was like, what's that? And he's like, it's like, I just want to be able to fire the round and I just know it's going to hit the target. I don't even want to worry about it. Just shoot. I don't even worry about it. And then I was like, oh, fire and forget. So it's like I want anytime someone tasks me out, it's like, Jacob, I need you to do this. I don't want them to worry be like, yo, is Jacob going to be able to get that done? Yeah, I, exactly. Then you that's a I mean? big thing I've been dealing with this past month is like I know that I can succeed and I want to be that relief where I would put it in a position and it's like I don't have to worry about him. I don't yeah. have to go visit him. I don't have to do anything. I don't even have to call him if I don't want to. He's just going to take care of, of yeah. what I need him to take care of. And I and, want other people to perceive me that way. Where if they have an issue, they can come up to me, and I could solve. They they don't. They can come up to me with their concern, and I they know I'm gonna have a solution yeah. for them. Yeah. And if you don't, you you tell them that though. Right. He's like, I don't know. What, like, you, it's more like like if you take on the, it's like, hey, this is what you, this is what I'll do for you, and you say it, it's like you you confident that's like, oh, he's gonna get it done. And and I think doing that now that I'm like thinking about it, it's like that's probably it's a great thing that I think a lot of people should do because it, it does. The only way reason I'm here where I am right now is because of reputation. I just I have a good reputation of not screwing people over. Okay. You know, and I think a lot of people screw people over. Not that's intentionally. Where, that's, where the, that's where the genuine fact uh, comes into play. Yeah. So I don't know. The life lesson. I guess if you're out there and you feel like you don't know what to do, just make sure that when you do do something, your name's attached to it. Like in my interviews. Well, that's your name, good or bad. Yeah. What do you want it to be? Yeah, even if someone hates you, it's like, hey, you need to do this. It's like, all right, well, my name's attached to it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it fucking good. Mm-hmm. And then everybody knows it's me. That's it. And even if someone steals credit, at the end of the day, you know it's you. Yeah.
That's How long have we been going? We're, we're done. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Wow. All right. We, 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 we cut it a few minutes short. But okay. I mean, it was pretty good for us, too. I don't want to beat a dead horse, but that was a nice little run, bro. Yeah, thanks, bud. I can dig it. Um, sorry we haven't been very much on social media. Yeah, we've been. We've kind of both been in new positions. Obviously, Pat has his own gym now, and then I'm, like, with a new company, so I've been going through a lot of training and traveling. So we're getting back in tune. Once we get a routine, a routine. I know we're four months in already. <laughs> Jeez, we're four months into this year already. But we need, we need a, I need to iron out my routine a little bit more. Uh, with just work. Yeah, life, life, life as we know it. Life as we know it. So episode forty-four coming at you guys. Keep it real. Keep it real, guys. Keep it real.